You are listening to the 12 Stone Podcast. For more information on our eight locations or service times, please visit 12stone.com. Now enjoy Pastor Kevin Myers as he delivers What's Better Than Jesus with us. Sing of his mercy. Come on, let's sing of his mercy that made a way. Come on. Sing mercy. Yes, 
focus on your glory. We gaze upon your beauty, God. In the name above our names. Yes. And we believe in your promises. We stand in agreement with your promises. Yes, we do. Come on, we're going to seal it in our hearts. Sing this. Sing God, we stand in agreement of your word. We say amen. We say let it be so. God, that you enthrone upon our praises, God. You promised that when we worship you, we praise you, God, we will see you. So God, we ask you to move by your spirit in this place, in our homes, in our living rooms. God, wherever we are right now, we know that you're there. Your presence is with us. Will never leave us nor forsake us, God. So we lean on that promise. We bless you. We praise you in the name of Jesus. You see, Amen. Hey, twelve song. What is up? Thanks for being with us today, worshiping with us. Hey, we're here in our home salon because we have some fun. We're gonna have with Travis. It's gonna. Well. Be- We'll find out. It's going to be a blast. <laughs> we'll see you here in a little bit. We're going to do that soon in the teaching. But for now, kiddos, it's your time to go ahead and get your iPads and your devices. Go to 12 sumcom You can go down to video presentations. We also have additional resources for you guys. You can watch some cool videos. My wife, Jessica, is here because she is going to be helping us out a little bit today as we get prepped for some fun with Travis. But something else that we were starting to think about is next week is Mother's Day. Isn't that fantastic? Did wow. you know that it's Mother's I, Day? You know what? I have a mom, you, and I'm really excited about this. You also have a wife. I you have, have a wife, you have too. Kids. It's not wife day. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's kind of wife day. Anyway, moms, we want to have a lot of fun and ask you guys a question that you can repost on Instagram or your Insta story. Here's the question. How do you find time for yourself in quarantine. Got all the kids running around. How do you find time for yourself? Jessica, how do you find time for yourself? We have four kids. How do you find time for yourself? Well, lately, I've been following the sun. So in the morning, I run to the back patio, sit in the sun for one minute before somebody comes and bothers me, and then to the front yard. Your skin is looking great. It shows. This is about as tan as I get, so. (laughs) It is amazing. (laughs) Anyway, how do you find time for yourself in quarantine, Mom? So you can go ahead and answer that question Hashtag, is this how you do hashtag? I think hashtag. it's this. Hey, Timmy. <laughs> what are we doing? <laughs> it's gonna be fun, don't worry about it. 
You can go ahead and hashtag 12 Stone Moms. Answer the question, how do you find time for yourself in quarantine? We'll talk about that next week. But right now, let's go ahead and turn our attention to our senior pastor, Kevin Myers. We're going to get back to this. See you soon. So good to be with you today. And you're going to be encouraged from today's teaching. God's going to help us. So let's talk. Have you ever been uh, caught between two things? Well, of course you have. <laughs> we, we all have. Just like this guy from New York City, in the midst of this uh, lockdown, shelter in place, as a uh, meteorologist, as his job, and as dad, as another job, he was caught between two things. I have to play this for you. Check it out. Let's talk about this weather today. It was spectacular. Lonnie Quinn live tonight with us. And uh, man, we need more of this. I don't know if we're going to get a break, though. Oof. Yeah, we, yeah, we're not going to get more of this type of stuff. I mean, it's just been a beautiful, beautiful day, and this was the pick of the week. And I got to tell you, it was a great day, you know, for, for Dad to be 100% in charge. My, my wife actually right now is in the midst of a Zoom meeting for work. So uh, I here in the weather barn, I've got the, I have the girls. Come here, girl, this, this should satisfy us for the entire, what do you, okay. Uh, come in here, Lil. This is, uh, Lily and Savvy wanted to say hi to everybody. Come here, Savvy. You're too little, Savvy. They're not going to see you down there, honey. All right. Say hi. Say hi to Maurice hi. and KJ and everybody. There you go. Hi. Hey, and KJ, you may not really realize this, but the sweater vest with the pink tutu, Savvy dressed herself. Okay, girls, how about you go right over there and let's watch Daddy do his stuff, okay? Oh, you want to stay? Okay. No, no, please. No, no crying. No crying. Okay. Um, all right, Sav, come here. Savvy's going to cry, so otherwise we're going to just keep her with us, guys. All right, it is 66 right now with a sunny sky. Oh, you too, Lil? Yeah. <laughs> you want to see the tutu? I'm going to show you the tutu one more time. There we go with our tutu. I'm staring you, Savvy. This is going south very quickly. All right, come over this way, sweetheart. 66 was our high temperature. Sweet, no, 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 no. you got to be quiet while Daddy's talking. Okay. 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 <laughs> When they go bad, guys, they go bad. All right. <laughs> Here's the deal, guys. Cooler temps as we go into our day tomorrow. All right. Cloudy skies. <laughs> I can't help it. I just, I laugh. I'm not laughing at him. I'm, I'm understanding, right? I mean, he is caught between two good things. Have you ever been caught between two things? Jesus was caught between two good things. I, I, on one side, he wanted to be with his disciples. On the other side, he wanted to return to heaven after his death, burial, and resurrection in order to send the Holy Spirit. We've been kind of turning on this question, pivoting on this. What's better than Jesus with us? And we've been talking about the answer really clear, and that is the Holy Spirit in us. That's what Jesus was saying in the book of John, when he was talking to the disciples, let's go back to that scripture. Jesus said to his disciples, I didn't tell you this earlier because I was with you every day, but now I am on my way to the one who sent me, that is, back to his heavenly father, God the Father. Not one of you have asked, well, where are you going? Instead, the longer I've talked, the sadder you become. So let me say it again, this truth. It's better for you that I leave. It's going to be a whole lot better for you that I leave. If I don't leave, the friend, the Holy Spirit won't come. But if I go, I'll send him to be with you. See, we're in week three of this series 
on the Holy Spirit. And we've discovered that we can't be like Jesus on pedal power. We need the horsepower of the Holy Spirit. And we've discovered that he helps us win against temptation. But today, we're going we're gonna to discover afresh that the Holy Spirit doesn't just transform me personally. He transforms us relationally. See, it's, it's, it's not just about me. It's about you and me. In fact, you should say that to those with you. If you're on live chat, you just tell the others on live chat. It's not about me. It's about you and me. If you're sitting there with a spouse or, or, or family members, you, you just say that to somebody. Just look at them right now and say, listen, it's, it's not just about me. It's about you and me. <laughs> See, because we're caught between two things. And they're not two good things, like for the meteorologist job and the dad job. We're, we're caught, the Holy Spirit might say, between two ladders. We're, we're caught between on one side one's self and, and on the other side one another. And, and both ladders, if you will, were caught between the ladders and, and they both start at different places and they both end at different places. In fact, if I'm going to give you the teaching point, here it is. We'll put it on the screen and give you a sense of it. We are all caught between oneself and one another. But the Holy Spirit indwells us to transform how we serve one another in love. Let's unpack that. Let's, let's spend a little bit of time with that. Because if you want to ask the question, how do I get the best marriage relationship? How do, how do I get the best family relationships? How do I experience God's best in friendship? How do we experience the best of God in, in, in friendships in, uh, in the church and, and out in the world? How do you get the best of relationships? Well, well, God wants to help us. And we are caught between oneself and one another. Now, I want to give you some scripture. In fact, we're going to take a little bit more time than usual. And read through a lengthy scripture from Galatians chapter 5. And we're going to do it piece at a time. And it's from the message version. And we'll put segment by segment on the screen. But I want, I want to let scripture teach itself. Sometimes it just doesn't need long explanation. It's just clear. So here we go. It is absolutely clear that God has called you to a free life. Now, when Paul is writing by the inspiration of the Spirit, and he says free, what he's talking about is from the Old Testament, we have the law, the law of God through Moses to us. Uh, they have a ceremonial covenant uh, like circumcision. Well, now you've been free from that, meaning you don't climb up the ladder to get to God. You, you don't earn a relationship with God. You're now set free because you don't climb to God. God's come down to you. That's what we celebrate at Easter. Jesus came to us. He died on the cross. He covered our sin debt. He restores us to God the Father. And, and we don't climb up the ladder to get to God. Jesus came down and he gives us grace. And so we have great freedom in God. We're not living out of a law to get to God. We're living out of grace by Jesus Christ. We don't earn forgiveness. We are freed up by grace. So the scripture goes on. Just make sure that you don't use this freedom as an excuse to do whatever you want to do and destroy your freedom. Rather, 
Use your freedom to serve one another in love. Everybody pause. Say that with me. Serve one another in love. If you're online chat, just type that in. Serve one another in love. If you're sitting in a room, say it with me out loud. Everyone together. Serve one another in love. He goes on. That's how freedom grows. In other words, that's how grace grows. For everything we know about God, about God's word, is summed up in a single sentence. Love others as you love yourself. Hey, there's a new way of life. There's a new way of relationship. He didn't just transform us as individuals. He, he transforms our relationships. And what does the spirit of God do? Let's go back to the ladders. We're caught in between these. And what, 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 what does the Spirit of God do? The Spirit of God helps us recognize that we have a tendency to be about oneself, about ourself, to be self-absorbed. And, and the Holy Spirit changes which ladder we climb. We climb up the ladder of one another. Serve one another in love. The, the, the way we were created and designed is that we would love one another, serve one another. So the scripture goes on. Next segment of the scripture, what does it tell us? It tells us if you, if you bite and ravage one another, watch out. In no time at all, you'll be annihilating each other. Listen, there's no place in Christianity for people who wrapped, are wrapped up in oneself. This, this, this right here is part of the transformation. The transformation of self from the inside out. But it's transformation to transformed relationships. There's no place in, in Christianity, in Christ, for you to be all about yourself. To have a me first life. My opinion, my view, my way, my want, my wishes. Be caught up in slander and gossip. Anger. Bitterness, rage, malice, negative, critical spirit, cynical spirit. No place for that in Christianity. You're being transformed, but you're being transformed relationally. It changes the way you do relationships. You go up now the one another ladder. Otherwise, otherwise you'll destroy yourselves. Listen, you go up this ladder of oneself and this ladder at the top, it leads to broken, divisive and destroyed relationships. No, you go up the one another ladder and this is how you get to the best relationships. See, the power of the Holy Spirit, the horsepower of the Holy Spirit shifts us over here and helps us go up the ladder. We can never go up on our own. It gets us beyond ourselves. So the scripture goes on. My counsel is this, live freely animated and motivated by God's spirit. Then you won't feed the compulsions of selfishness. For there is, listen, there is a root of sinful self-interest in us that is at odds with a, with a free spirit, a grace spirit. Just as the free spirit, grace spirit is incompatible with selfishness. See, these two, these two ways of life are antithetical. Well, that, that's, that's why we're using the ladders. I mean, you're already getting it, aren't you? That we're caught between two ladders. And this is antithetical, incompatible. You can't be going up both ladders as a way of life. Oh, one day I'm going to go up the all about me ladder. And another time I'm going to all about others. Relationships don't work like that. This destroys relationships. He's, he's literally telling us that, that this is going to undo your life. He goes on, so that you 
cannot live at times one way and at times another way. According to how you feel on any given day. Ooh, pause, time out. Listen, there is a lie in this culture that we live in. And the lie says, authentic is living whatever you feel. Whatever you feel, whatever, you, whatever, whatever feeling you have on any particular moment, any particular day, being authentic is living by your feelings. And the Holy Spirit is saying, no. Being led by the Spirit is opposite of being led by your feelings. Being led by your feelings is not authentic. It's immature. It makes you self-absorbed, selfish. It undoes the very best thing in life. Instead, look at the Scripture. Instead, why don't you choose to be led by the Spirit? Wow. I mean, that's what God's trying to help us with. That's part of what the Spirit of God does in us. When the Holy Spirit came, it was to transform us not only personally, but relationally. So let me give you a couple of important truths. You, you can jot the first one down. I'll put it here on the screen. We were created from community and for community. Get a hold of that. Wrap, wrap your head around that. We were created from community. I'll, I'll unpack that. And for community. But here's what I want you to see. How you live out relationships is a divine and holy thing. How you, oh, my, my, my. How how you live out relationships, that's not auxiliary, that's not accessory, that's not on the side of your faith. It's the essence of your faith. I mean, it's a, it's a divine and holy thing. The evidence of the power of the Holy Spirit in your life will, will be clear by your relationships. We were created from community. What do I mean by that? Well, we were created from God. But who is God? He reveals himself to us. The Trinity. One God and three distinct persons. Hang on. It's not three gods. It's one God, one Godhead, and three distinct persons. I'm not telling you I understand the mystery of it. It's how God revealed himself. God the Father, God the Son, God the Holy Spirit. It's not three gods. It's one God. It's not three expressions of one God. It's three distinct beings. Some would say it in a very oversimplified way, and this is, this is really way, way too simple to say, oh, God revealed himself as, as father in the Old Testament and then revealed the, the person of Jesus, the God's son in the, the New Testament, and then the Holy Spirit in, in the church uh, there forward. It, way too simplistic. But, but Pastor Sean talked about it last week when he talked about Jesus being baptized in Matthew chapter 3. And, and Jesus, God's son, who left heaven, came to earth and embodied humanity, fully God, fully man. He, Jesus, was being baptized. And the voice from heaven, God the Father, this is my Son in whom I am well pleased. And simultaneously, the Holy Spirit descends from heaven like a dove, the Trinity. And, and listen, we were created from community, the community of the Trinity, the one God in three. Have you ever considered this? The way the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit relate to one another models community for us. God doesn't just tell us to serve one another in love. It's who he is. In his very essence, it's who he is. And when the spirit of God fills you, having received the free gift of grace, he helps you become like your creator, who you were created to be in him. The son glorifies the father. The father glorifies the son. 
The Son elevates the Holy Spirit and sends him. The Holy Spirit glorifies the Son. Let me just read these scriptures. It's not on the screen. Let me just read it from you from John 17 where Jesus was praying. Jesus, praying to the Father, said, I have brought you glory on earth by finishing the work you gave me to do. And now, Father, glorify me in your presence with the glory I had with you before the world began. He goes on later in that prayer. Father, just as you are in me and I am in you, may they, that is the true disciples, us also be in us so that the world may believe that you have sent me. In John 16, Jesus talking about the Holy Spirit said, he, the Holy Spirit will glorify me. All that belongs to the father is mine. That is why I said the spirit will receive from me what he will make known to you. You see this, this mutual honor and serve one another in love. It's transformative. See, we were created from community and for community. We were created to get beyond oneself and get over to one another. We're the best of relationships. And what is true in the Trinity and the Holy Spirit indwelling us makes possible for us to climb up to the ladder. The quality of life and relationships we were inherently designed for. Listen, I know the idea of the Holy Spirit being in us and through us. We get all excited about the gifts of the Holy Spirit. Miracles, yes. Healings, amazing. You, you know, perhaps one of the most overlooked miracles? It's when a man, a selfish man, a self-serving, self-absorbed man, when a selfish woman, a selfish husband, a selfish wife are freed up from oneself to be about one another. When a student is freed up from being about self to being about one another. When a child is transformed young and early in life. When we as a community of believers come together and we have transformed marriages and relationships unlike anything else on earth. That's as great a miracle as anything. Whew. I, I got to move on. I, I just... I'm captivated. Aren't you just captivated by, by the power of God and that we were created out of community and for community? I mean, God has a huge vision for us. I mean, let's join him in this. I got to move on. Another highlight um, of an important truth is this. Check it out. Some things do not work with social distancing. I know we're in the middle of it. And you've probably figured it out. But I said, you know what? I got to talk about this a bit. And I asked Travis and the team, hey, can you help us out? We, 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 just, we just need a, an illustration. We, we need to think about that some things don't work with social distancing. So Travis and the team got together, had a little conversation, and they put this together. Enjoy. Hey, it's Willstone family. We are here in, like Jeremy said, his uh, home salon. We were hanging out on a Zoom call the other day, and we thought, we're bored. We miss haircuts. And <laughs> no one misses haircuts. I don't miss haircuts. I do. I, I need a haircut. I haven't missed haircuts since 23. <laughs> so we're here, and Travis has agreed to uh, let us give him a haircut. So, you know, keeping social distancing in mind, we're going we're gonna to see how this goes. I like a four on the sides. Okay. And then a yep. slight trim on the top. Where okay. Do you, where do you usually get your haircut? Uh, great clips. Okay. Then and, you, you're in luck. Uh, they're great. It's in the name. Yeah. <laughs> put a guard on it, Jeremy. Oh, you. Jeremy, I'm going to put a guard on it. Don't Hold your breath. Whoops. Ah. Oh, 
great. Say goodbye, Travis. Give it one last. <laughs> let, me drink it. let me drink it in. Yeah, because again, beautiful quaff. I had hair like that. I shaved my head once. And, you know, <laughs> it all got scared and ran away. Put a guard on it. There is going to be a guard on it. Okay, let's do. Okay. Uh huh. Uh huh. Start. Okay, so I'm starting with a four, which is. What do you mean starting with a four? <laughs> you heard what he said. We have to get around the ear. This is what most people miss, is around the <laughs> ear. That's a big one. So I'm going to get that. Good job. Yeah. Ow! Yeah. Quit hitting me with the ball. Sorry. <laughs> I'm doing Travis, my best. This isn't easy for us either. Okay. You got some of the residual hair off. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. That's helpful. You see what I did? I've got a two sided pole now. Here, let's do. Stay with me. I know it's. No, not the front. Yeah, it's just stay with me for a second. My wife's going to leave. No, me. you're fine. <laughs> So let's take that. Okay. No, no, that was a good O. That was a good O. This is what I call the racing stripe. It's right down the middle. Listen, right. it's, it helps with the wind resistance and you'll swim faster. That is true. It is about to be swimming season. We need you to go as fast as possible. Are you okay? That is a lot of hair. Okay. Look at all that hair. Yeah, but li listen. At, for his, what? What, bald man? What should I listen to? Okay, I have a four guard on there. Oh, I and it's Jeremy. Uh, it's, oh gosh, I'm sorry. No, Jeremy, Jeremy. Fine. You're making this worse. I can feel it. Ow! Easy. Huh? You're getting the hair. You don't have to. Jeez. There's T. Let's go B. No, it's uh, it's it's Gaelic. You're yeah. you're Irish, right? He's using Gaelic letters. It's like a tattoo, but oh, it'll my grow word. back. Hey, we should do tattoos next week. Okay, that's kind of a T, so you can see T for oh, Travis. Hey, it's real tasteful. Huh? That's real tasteful. I think what, what's missing oh. is um, we need to fix your beard. Oh. No, no, no. I look like Charlie Brown when we're done with hair. Charlie Brown. Just a huge, round, hairless face. <laughs> No, don't do my mustache! Not. Keep it's, the mustache! It's shaky. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> How are you? <laughs> Turn around, boy. Be careful. Turn around. All right. When can and I open my eyes? Open it up! Exfoliated father. I think this was a success. I think so too. Hi, 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 Paul. Hi, Paul. Good job. Hi, Travis. Hey, hey, Everybody's gonna be one of the Travis. Hey, I better get a raise. You're fine. You're fine, bud. You're doing good. Hey, do you wanna do it again? Whew. <laughs> that is both hilarious and horrible. I mean, when I when I got to see that this week, I called Travis. I'm like, dude, what? That looked real. Like, what are you doing? You can't fake that. You know, it was real. I'm like, what, did you leave your hair like that? He said, no, no, I, I had no choice. I had him finish it up. So he literally took a picture of himself and sent it to me. Here it is. Here's the picture Travis took of himself and sent to me. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Travis. The new Travis. The new Travis. I'm like, Travis, why are you doing this? He says, I'm taking one for the team. So that the church can know that some things do not work with social distancing. <laughs> like haircuts. 
You end up like six foot away, you end up with a bad haircut. Listen, some things don't work with social distancing, like haircuts, and hey, neither does the church. Not really. If you're online, just say, and neither does the church. You're in a room, tell the person with you, and neither does church. See, we were created for community. We, we can't just have social distancing. We, we got to have socially connecting experiences together. So I can't wait and you can't wait till we get together, till we get back, until, until all this is over. But we got some stuff to walk through, I know. And there's some good, there's some bad. I mean, some of the good through this is that, is that it's slowed down in your family and you're connecting maybe more with your marriage and more with your kids and more with each other. That's a good thing. You're not on the road as long and traveling to work, maybe that's a good thing. But, but we've discovered we need more than our family. That may be the, one of the bad things is we need relationships. We need the church. We need life outside the home. Man, there's some good things. We're discovering that God uses online church. That's powerful. Charleston, we're reaching and influencing more people than we ever have in the history of the church. Who would have thought? People experiencing worship in profound ways. Who would have thought? And on the other side of this, there'll be this progression of coming back to church. And we'll discover that God uses both. But we're going to have to come back together because some things don't work with social distancing. But in the meanwhile, God's still using it. We're still ascending church in this season. We're sending you. I mean, it's the nature of our church to develop leaders and send them out. It's part of what we're still doing. I mean, many of you being trained in the kingdom, you're, you're being sent out. Man, when I see people putting, putting a TV at the end of their driveway and inviting others to church on the weekend, I'm like, yay, you've been sent out, church. When I see people doing the, the PPE materials and, and sending those out to the hospitals, you're, man, we're, you're being sent out, church. When we see us helping take care of the community and knock out hunger and, and feeding those who need. Listen, God cares about the poor. It matters to him. It matters to us. They matter to us. It's powerful. Residency. We got more residents coming in. It's an unusual way to get all that done right now, but you know in the history of the church last several years in doing this, we have literally, through our two-year residency, we, we've sent out over 300 next-generation leaders who, who are across the U.S. and some places in the world. 300 of them in church making a difference for the sake of the kingdom. In fact, we're still doing the sending. I, I, you might not know this, but I'll let you in on it. My, my, my nephew... Pastor Sean Myers, who spoke last weekend, he went through our residency. He then ended up on staff for, for, for he's been like here, I don't know, 10, 10 years on staff or, or more. He launched the, the Buford campus and, and led it from, from, the, from the school into the new building. And a couple of years ago, he and I started having a deeper conversation of his calling and the future God would have for him. And we know someday he's going to be a senior pastor, a lead pastor. And we, we said, why don't you make the shift? Come into the, the teaching team. Come into the help writing, teaching, and doing some things. Help you form your future. And we're now at the point for the next six months. Man, go find where God would place you to be a lead pastor. We've been training, developing. We're going to send out. Now, he, I, he, he doesn't know yet where. I mean, he's going to go look and pray. We're going to pray with him. God might lead him to it in the next month or two. It might be over the next five to six months. He's going to still be doing his, his job here. But when, he, but when it's time to send him, we're going to celebrate just like the church did when I was sent out. When, when, when I was at a church in Michigan, they gave me about six months. Man, go find where God would lead you. And they sent me out. That's how we got here, church. We're ascending church. A lot of good stuff, but there's stuff that's breaking down in this season. I mean, some stuff is breaking down at home. I mean, illustrate. Alcohol sales are up 
50, 60%. Now, for some of you, I'll think, well, there's a good reason for that. I get it. I get it. There's nothing wrong with alcohol use. But what about the abuse? Hmm. I mean, stats are saying now that one-third of the people who are home working are, are drinking on the job. All I'm saying is just be cautious where you find your comfort, how you manage tension, what your kids see. Emotional abuse, spouse abuse, kid abuse, it's up. There's things to attend to, and we can get lost in self. When we get lost in self to go up the, the one self ladder, do you know what that leads to? Paul summarizes it here. He, he tells us, it is obvious what kind of life develops out of trying to get your own way all the time. Repetitive, loveless, cheap sex, a stinking accumulation of mental and emotional garbage. He goes on, frenzied and joyless grabs for happiness, trinket gods, magic show religion, paranoid loneliness, cutthroat competition, all-consuming yet never satisfied wants, a brutal temper. That's not all. An impotence to love or be loved. Divided homes and divided lives, small-minded and lopsided pursuits, the vicious habit of depersonalizing everyone into a rival, uncontrolled and uncontrollable addictions, ugly parodies of communities. What really community is, I could go on, he says. See, we're caught between two ladders. But the Holy Spirit would say, but the Holy Spirit dwells us to transform how we serve one another in love. The Holy Spirit transforms how we serve one another in love. We're caught between two ladders. What is the Holy Spirit helping us do? I want to give you one practical thing. I'll put it on the screen and then we'll talk about it. One practical thing. Have one minute funerals for yourself. Have one minute funerals for your selfishness. That's what I want you to hear. One minute funerals for your selfishness. What does that mean? Here's what it means. When you find yourself at the base of this ladder, the, the selfish ladder, the all about me ladder, have a funeral for yourself. Die to yourself. Die to yourself right there at that moment. Don't climb up that ladder. Don't be about yourself. And then just get to the other side by the power of the Holy Spirit. See, I'm telling you something. The Holy Spirit is going to be with you and he's in you. And he's going to say, when you're over here, he's going to whisper, oh, have a funeral to yourself. Die to yourself. Die to your selfishness. Die to your critical spirit. Die to making things all about you. In fact, in Galatians chapter 2, here's what Paul said in verse 20. I am crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live. Yet not I, but Christ lives in me. And the life I live, I live by faith in the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. What is he telling us? He said, look, I know I, I have a root of, of sinful self-interest in me. And I got to have a one-minute funeral. I got to get over myself. And the Spirit of God is going to tell me, die to yourself, have a one-minute funeral, and now get over here by the power of the Spirit, and may the power of the Spirit help you climb up the ladder of one another. Transformed relationships. Listen, Jesus said it this way. Deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. He said, because listen, if, if you're trying to find your life, if you be all about your, if you're going to be all about yourself, you're going to lose your life. But listen, if you'll lose your life, deny yourself, die to yourself, surrender to God, you'll find your life. Here, here's what he's saying. When you get to the base of this ladder, everything in you says, oh, this promises life. But when you get to the top, it's loss. He said, come over here. And it feels like what he's saying is that deny yourself, die to yourself. And that feels like loss. But when you climb up the ladder of one another, it leads to life. Ah. Have one-minute funerals. Look, we don't need to 
spend a lot of time on that. You kind of get it, but I'll summarize it for you, okay? Let's talk. What are some one-minute funerals for yourself? Here's one. Don't try to get your own way. That's it. When you're about to have your own way in your marriage and your family with your siblings on Zoom call and the like, let's figure out how to have a funeral for yourself. Get over your need to be about yourself. Here's another one. Stop offering unasked advice. Just get over your need. Have a one-minute funeral over your need to be important. Don't try to impress people. See, when you're trying to impress people, you're thinking about you first. You think about others first. You value others. You have a one-minute funeral. Listen twice as much as you talk. That's what James says. Be slow to speak and quick to listen. Have a one-minute funeral and die to your need to be heard. And by the way, don't invite people to your funeral. Here's what I mean. When you have a funeral for yourself, everybody doesn't need to hear about it. You're supposed to die to yourself, not make it about yourself. One of our favorite family stories is when Marsha and I used to go to Einstein Bagel and we would order the cinnamon sugar bagel with almond schmear on the side and then they would cut it in half and I'd go pick it up at the counter. And when I took it from the counter to the table, I immediately recognized one half was bigger, one half was better. And at that moment, at that moment, what was I doing? I have to have a funeral, a one-minute funeral from the counter to the table. Now listen, when I get to the table and I set it down, I just give Marsha the better half, the bigger half. Why? I have to be selfless. I have to go to the other ladder. Now what I can't do is invite her to my funeral. I can't say, Marsha, as you, as, as you eat this, I want you to notice, you got the bigger, better half. Oh, yes, I had a funeral for myself. It's not about me. And I want you to recognize that it's not about me. I want you to know that I am less. I want you to see the nobility of my sacrifice. I want you to bring flowers and do a eulogy at my funeral about me. And I want you to know that I'm less about me. Could you think more about me because I'm less about me? You get it. Doesn't work. In fact, if we had time, I'd just talk about how to be less offended and the like. I don't have to instruct you in all this. The Holy Spirit will. See, God is saying, Easter was not merely about Jesus dying on the cross and by the same power of the Holy Spirit being raised from the dead, but that same power is in us. We die to self, and the Holy Spirit raises us up, the one another ladder to transform relationships. I want to pray that for you. Father, by the power of your Spirit right now, there's an awakening going on, and we realize that most of what's broke is because we're going up the wrong ladder. Would you teach us, Holy Spirit, how to have one-minute funerals, would you give us the courage to acknowledge that root of sinful self-interest? And right now, for all who would receive it, we'd say, oh God, tell me every time I need to have a funeral. Holy Spirit, give me the courage for it. Help me die to self. And can be transformed relationships by your horsepower in me. Help me go up that ladder to the best of life and be like you in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen and amen. This week, Pastor Kevin actually walked me through a couple of those thoughts, that one-minute funeral, and it just struck me. And there was two or three moments this week where I thought, oh, I finally got the kids to bed. It's been a long day. I'm finally done. I can check out and just catch my breath. And inevitably, one of the kids come downstairs, and I'm going, just get back to your bed. You know that feeling. And in that moment, the Holy Spirit reminded me that one-minute funeral. I just paused, died to self. Come here. Come snuggle up. Let's just take a minute. 
I think God's going to use that all over our church. So I'm so glad you were part of this weekend. And before we go, we're going to invite you to give. And this is not an obligation. Listen, 12 Stone family, you're such a generous church. This is simply our response to who God is and what he's done. And you can give by texting the word give to 37748. They'll put that up there for you so you can see how to do that. And when you give to 12 Stone, you're not giving to us. You're giving through us because we're not in the mode of hoarding. We're in the mode of helping. And I'm, I'm so proud to be a part of this church. You see, maybe you've heard, uh, but over the last couple of weeks, we've been putting together PPE equipment, personal protection equipment for our local medical doctors and our nurses and the staff there. There's a shortage. See, a couple of weeks ago, we were actually contacted by Northeast Georgia uh, hospital system saying, listen, we know your heart as a church. We know how you guys are wired. Would you be willing to step in? We're going through 4,500 uh, plastic gowns a day. Can you jump in? Over the last couple weeks, you guys have jumped in and we've made already 17,000 gowns. We're going to continue doing that. We're so grateful for you as a church. And you're thinking, how does this actually work? Well, people show up to all of our campuses and they get to use guns and knives. It's pretty cool. Like it's actually a heat gun and scissors, but it's close enough. You don't need to know how to sew. And our, our people literally start putting these, these equipment gowns together. And it's limited to maybe eight, 10 people per campus so we can social distance. But we're going to keep doing that for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to tell you how you can be a part of that in, in just a second. You can actually just simply text uh, in again to 37748 the word relief. And you can jump in first come, first serve over the next two weeks. We'd love for you to be a part of actually serving our community. That's our heart as a church. Some of you are asking, do these things really work? Like, it looks pretty ragtag. Like, you're putting plastic together and, and with heat guns. Does it really work? Here's actually a post from a, of a nurse that got some of our PPE equipment that we put together for them. I want you to listen in and hear from her heart. Hello, this is Elizabeth Larkins. I'm the director for critical care here at Northeast Georgia Medical Center. And this is Mary Best. She's one of our charge nurses in the medical ICU. We're reaching out to you at 12 Stone Church today to thank you for what you're doing for the safety of our employees, our nurses, our physicians, our respiratory therapists, housekeeping, x-ray techs, phlebotomy. You're keeping all of us safe. These gowns that you're making for us are the only thing standing between us and COVID-19. And we couldn't do it without you. We are receiving very limited supplies of gowns from any other source. You're the bulk of it for us. And what you're doing is essential in the fight. And we just thank you so much for everything you're doing. Thank you. Thank you. Isn't that awesome, 12 Stone? You hear words? You are the bulk of what they're receiving in PPE equipment. So thank you for your heart. You can jump in, text relief to 37748. You can jump in and be a part of it. And actually, right before service today, we got a text from a 12 Stoner who's a nurse that actually, when she went to get her PPE equipment for that day, had the 12 Stone sticker on it that she is actually using the equipment that her church is making for her. And so, guys, we're so grateful to be a part of a church like this. So grateful for you. And uh, as we wrap today, Jeremy, what else we got going on this week? Hey, 12 Stone, there you have it. Thanks for being with us another day and worshiping with us. Got some cool stuff coming up next week. Travis, you still seem up. Ow! <laughs> You're mad. No, I just, it was a little overshot. Okay, that serve, was on purpose. Serve, serve. Anyway, okay. Ah, so anyway, next week, is Mother's Day. And, ooh, nice. Yep. And moms, we'd love for you to answer the question, how do you find time for yourself in quarantine? Ow! 
You meant to oh, do that. Oh, are you okay? Are you okay? You love it. Go ahead. It looks good. Anyway. How do you make time for yourself in quarantine? Moms, have time for yourself on quarantine. Hashtag 12 Stone Moms. Put it on Instagram. I want to hear from you guys. Also, new tune dropped from 12 Stone Worship. Your <laughs> kingdom streaming on all platforms. Go check it out. I feel like you're going to take advantage of that. <laughs> that was my finger. Streaming on all platforms. Oh, you can go listen I'm to so that. I'm so sorry you had to endure that. And then we have devotionals going all week. Can we give it up for track? You look... You look Shut great! Up. Shut up. The internet in the chat. It looks awesome. No one's even hey, watching. Hey, love you guys. Now. Have a great week. We'll talk to you soon.